On this episode of Extra Shot of Leadership, we're going to talk a little bit about some specific ideas for driving away negativity. This may be for you or for someone you know. This one's going to be a good one, Kim. I know you've got some energy around this and really providing helpful, practical tips for people who are listening. Where do you want to start? I want to start with who this is for. So I go back to that last episode where we were real clear about this is for that leader that has just woken up and just realized, huh, I may have a little too much negativity in my leadership and I want to make some changes or possibly for That one person that sometimes has a leader step into their office, and that leader just tends to be overly negative. I can tell you it's happened many times in my career where this one person will come over and over and over to my office, and it is complaining about this. It is negative about that. It's the world is upside down. And when they leave, I am just like, oh, my gosh, you're killing me, Smalls. And so this is... (laughs) (laughs) This is for that leader that has realized that or for someone that wants to help a leader pick up just a little bit, help give them practical tools for their negative-minded leadership. I can drop some hints, drop (laughs) a little bit of, you might want to consider versus walking away going, oh my gosh, they're so negative. It's too much. It drains my energy. So dropping some hints, coaching up, coaching around giving people around you some ideas for, hey, let's drive that negativity out of here. I love it. Let's get started. What do you got? I know you've got some stuff that you want to talk about, and I want to hear it. That's right. I do have some things, but I have three, and we're going to have to roll quickly because I want to get them all in because they're just three simple ideas for the leader or for the colleague of the leader. So the very first one, this is about someone else. Start by finding someone to thank or someone to compliment. So someone that supports your work, someone that provides you with information, someone that you would miss if they were gone. So whatever it is they do for you and you wouldn't want to do for yourself, maybe it is the janitor. Maybe it's somebody that's delivering the mail. Thank that person. Super simple, right? And then the other one is just giving a compliment to someone. And this is about the way they do something. So maybe they send you a daily report and you love the way it's organized or You see something that you like, their shoes, right? Nice shoes. It's real simple. Just throw a compliment their way, say it out loud, and a good place to start might be with your team. Find something that you appreciate about your team. Find something that you like about someone on your team and just throw a little thank you or a compliment their way. Ooh, I like it. But I got to say, I'm pushing back on this one a little bit because it sounds a little schmoozy, Kim. It sounds like we're just trying to schmooze people up. (laughs) We're trying to butter them up. All right. Yeah. What's going on with this? Because for me, I don't like it when people are like, hey, good looking shoes, man, or I like your earrings or hey, tell me about whatever. Be more specific for me because... I got to say, it's got to be sincere. Yes. I mean, so you don't like it when someone says they like your earrings when they really like your earrings? I do like that. I do like that. (laughs) Okay. All right. I agree with you. It absolutely positively has to be sincere because if you're not sincere, they're going to know it. They're going to know you're faking it. So find something that you really do like, right? Find something that you really are thankful for, and then it won't come across insincere. Yeah, because for me, insincerity 
and double bonus negativity. Mm-hmm. I'm like, forget it. Yeah. It's like now you're just you're potentially looking like a little bit of a jerk. Yeah. Right. Because it's coming off weird. I completely agree. So I think you're right. I, I like it. Sincerity is key. I like the idea of thinking about people outside of what you are doing, getting outside of your own head, thinking and looking around in your surroundings. Who's doing something that just helps your day, helps you be better, or who is looking good, or who's bringing it, and how can you compliment them? I think that's great. That's a nice, easy thing we can all do. (laughs) That's right. It puts a little positive vibe in your day, and it puts a positive vibe in someone else's day. So try that. The first one is about someone else. The second one is about the leader. And so just taking time to stop and think about yourself and something that you do well. Give yourself a compliment, a few kudos for maybe I exercised today. Maybe I made a call that I've been procrastinating. Maybe I made time to catch up on dumping my email box or dumping my inbox, something. Maybe I asked good questions in a meeting today. So it's just finding something you did well, recognizing that, and Giving yourself a little kudos for it puts a little positivity in your day. Woo, woo. I love, love, <laughs> love this one. I've been all over social media this past week. And let me tell you, all I keep hearing about is this quote unquote humble brag. I hear that in my stream, people talking about the humble brag. Uh-huh. You know what? I use this tip, I use it specifically with my kids. When I get home at night, what I ask them at the dinner table is I sit around the dinner table with them and I say, What is the highlight of your day? Mm -hmm. What did you do? I want them to reflect and think about what was the thing that was good. And sometimes they sit there and they look at me and they're like, oh, mom, again. It was just a normal day. Mm -hmm. It's never a normal day. There's always something that you did better than you did yesterday. So let's articulate it. Let's talk about it out loud. Let's share it with somebody else. This one is a great tip. I know I don't do it often enough, but this one is just It is a change in mindset. It's a change in focus. It helps us to refocus our lens on things that we did well, even the little things. It all adds up. Love this one, Kim. Love it, love it. What you got next? Excellent. Yeah, and I think the double whammy is the repeating it. You don't have to go bragging to someone else. Repeat it in the mirror to yourself like, way to go, Kim K. (laughs) Nice one. It'll just put, again, a little positive vibe in your day. All right. And so you've kind of teed me into my next one. And this one is another easy peasy. Make a list of three things that are going well right now. And I mean, literally write it down. Three things that are going well for you personally, in your business, on your team, with the organization, something. There's got to be something that's going well. And so taking a little time to stop and recognize it and start the day or don't finish the day without a positive recognition of what's going well, rather than starting with the, oh, geez, just another day of the grind, right? Well, I got to go make the donuts. That's the way I wake up every morning. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I got to go make the donuts. I have enough dough to make the donuts today, right? Something is going well. And, you know, so I, I started this a while back with my Bible study, and I get five, six, eight, ten days into it, and then I'm like, well, I'm repeating what I said three days ago. It's all right. Write it down. Something that is going well. And I guarantee you, if you will try one of these three things, all three of these, whatever, just try something for an extended period of time. So I'm going to just challenge people. If this is for you or if this is something that you're going to try to start, 
try to stick with it for a week. Pick your thing, stick with it for a week. And, you know, you might be like me. So it's Squattober and I was going to do squats every day. I can't even remember to do the squats every day. You got to be. <laughs> Here I am. I need a reminder. So make yourself a sticky note. Set a reminder on your calendar. If you can't remember, put a pebble in your shoe and you do not get to take the pebble out of your shoe until you do one of these things that gets going to help you get into your positive mindset for the day. I mean, come on. We all got smartphones. We can put reminders on there before you go into your bedroom at the end of the night thinking about, I want to write down three things. I want to thank somebody who's helped me or give a compliment. Or I want to think about and articulate, say out loud, what I did well today. Coming in hot. You got three ideas. Super, super simple. I love the simplicity. Here's my one thing. Don't do all three. <laughs> all right. I, I would agree with that. If you can't, if you cannot do all three, do something. Do something. When I'm working with folks and we're identifying, hey, look, I want to make a tweak in my leadership or tweak in my approach with others, identify one thing you want to do. If you can do all three, I'm like, hats off to you. I can't handle all three. Do one and then give yourself a goal. You're going to do it once a day, twice a week. Really think about what is achievable for you and what can you commit to in a sincere, really giving it your all? Three things. I love the simplicity of it, Kim. It's easy. You can do it on your own. It's really just kind of thinking about your day in a very different way. Right. Yeah. Just a, a little infusion of some positivity. And here's the deal. I want to know, if you try this and you try your whatever it is, once a day, twice a week, whatever you're going to try and it doesn't work for you, I want to know about it. If you're like, Kim, all that was just baloney, and that is just frou-frou <laughs> stuff. It doesn't work. I want to know about it. So you can go to our website and drop me an email and say, Kim K., this did not work, and here's why it didn't work for me, because I want to hear it. I really do, because I truly believe that any one of these things can really work for someone that just needs to turn the corner just a little bit. Yeah, we're talking about three-degree change, right? Yeah. Yeah, We talk about that oftentimes. We're not making this ginormous, huge swing the pendulum to the other side change. It's just little, tiny tweaks and changes in our everyday behavior that add up. And all of a sudden, you look back after six months and you go, hey, look at that. Look at that. I did that. <laughs> and look at my team. Look at the impact to my team. If you start with your team, I highly recommend any of those things. All right, Pepper. So I know that we're almost halfway into this episode. So we got to speed it up, maybe. What have you got? I got two. Two on my list for driving away negativity or negative mindset. Number one, find an opportunity to help somebody else. And when I think about helping somebody else, I'm not talking about this formal helping out at the food bank, or helping somebody move their washer and dryer, getting them all set up in a new house. That is good. Mm -hmm. That is absolutely good. But when I think about helping somebody else, I'm thinking about somebody walks into your office, somebody walks up to you, they say, I'm struggling. You can see they've got some sort of a burden. Whatever it is, it can be a, a large deadline is looming. I'm not going to make it to, I'm just overwhelmed. I've got a number of things on my plate and I can't get it all done today. You, as the leader, can step in and say, hey, let me brainstorm some ideas with you. Mm -hmm. Let me think of some sort of solution, some way to overcome this challenge. 
and a conversation takes place, at the end of the conversation, my go-to is, was this conversation helpful? Did I provide some helpful tips? And nine times out of 10, they walk away and they will usually say to me, you know what? This was helpful. Thank you so much. So Pepper, I have seen you do this and you do it well and I have stolen it. (laughs) I use it. It works. The thing that I love about it is there is a great side effect of that and it helps you build relationships, right? I've helped somebody out. They're like, you know what? Next time I'm going right back to that Pepper Wilson because she is helpful. And so it just helps you build relationships across the organization and just in your personal life as well. I do. I see it as a win-win-win. For me, it's you've helped somebody overcome a challenge. You've brainstormed with them. You've made that sort of connection, that relationship building opportunity. And then I also think you're somewhat rebranding yourself. You're changing now your brand of being negative to you're helpful. Mm -hmm. As long as you are consistent in helping others, you find those opportunities to engage and remove some sort of a challenge that somebody is dealing with in the workplace, a colleague, a teammate, somebody who works for you on your team. And again, I think what is important here for you, if you're going to try and engage in this strategy, one of the things that is important is to finalize or wrap up the conversation with a Was this helpful? Uh Because that gives you the feedback that, yes, you met your mark. This is what you were trying to do. And it gives you that encouragement, that push, do it again. I did it. It worked. Now you are repackaging what you bring to the table. And it's not all just negativity, negativity, negativity. All right. But I have a question for you. And so I hope it doesn't knock you off your game. So I want to know, have you ever asked someone, Was that helpful? And they would go, no, no, that was not helpful at all. (laughs) Not that direct, right? (laughs) So have I gotten feedback verbally or through body language that indicated I missed the mark? Uh Certainly. I'll say, was that helpful? And I almost get a little bit of a hesitation back. They kind of look at me like, well, uh," you know, they don't say it, right? They don't say it wasn't helpful, but there's clearly something else they were looking for. And so in that moment, sure, I can continue to dig deep in the conversation and really try to understand what are they looking for? Are they trying to give me their work? Yeah. Are they trying to find a silver bullet to the issue? Mm -hmm. They wanted it easier, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, that's too hard. I don't want to go do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There is no easy button. I think we all know that. And so helping them also realize there is no easy button, I think, is another another challenge going off and on a tangent here. But I think sometimes the easy button is what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. And there can be easy buttons, but just it's not all the time. And I think as leaders, we have to help others understand it takes some hard work, elbow grease to get some things done to be successful. And we don't always have an easy button. I agree. That's, you know, that's not always easy. And sometimes that's what we're looking for. And that's what this podcast is all about, the easy stuff. So I know you've got something else on your list that's an easy one. So what do you got? I do have something else on my list. I don't know that I would call it easy. All right. This one is a little bit harder. It's free. It doesn't take any money, but it does take vulnerability. It takes the willingness for leaders to be honest and vulnerable that they need a little bit of help. And I think people with a negative mindset, my recommendation when I'm working with them and I'm having these types of conversations, it's to encourage them to find somebody the opposite. 
find somebody that they can look at and go, that person is positive. And even find the person who you would say is overly positive, Uh because they're probably not overly positive, really, at the end of the day. (laughs) You just see it that way. We just see it that way. That's right. So find that person that internally you say, oh, my gosh, you know what? They're overly positive. That's the person you want to connect with. And I just call them accountability partners. It's the person who you can be completely honest with that will hold you accountable to recreating your language and how you communicate bad news, how you see the world, how you interpret information, and give you different and new words to use. Because as I've mentioned on these podcasts, I am just negatively lensed. Mm -hmm. I have found my accountability partner, that person I've been working with now for years, probably six years. And the only time I go when I talk to them is I say, I'm about to go deliver this news. These are the words I'm going to use. Is that the best I can do? Mm -hmm. Can you give me just some other words to use? Or I might utilize that person and say, here's how I see the world right now. And it's pretty dark. What do you see? What did you see? I want to see, I want to hear your perspective. So accountability partner, it does require a leader or a person who wants to shape their mindset more positively to be transparent, to be honest, and to be prepared to take some feedback that might sting a little bit and not act in a defensive way. Right. So that's what I mean by I'm digging deep on this one. Uh-huh. I'm pushing people a little hard yep. because this to me is where the real change happens. Right. And I, I completely agree with you that that one is not easy. It's not easy for a lot of people to be that vulnerable. However, it's very practical. It is something that could be done anywhere, almost anytime with anyone. You probably can find that other person that's a barometer or a temperature check to kind of just give you, not agree with you but give you a different perspective. I think that's excellent. In in business or in your personal life, I know I have a, we have some accountability buddies that were on a group text for exercise. And one of them loves water, unlike the rest of us. And so that other one is constantly, did y'all drink your water today? Did you do this? Did you do that? And I'm telling you, I am, I'm the worst, but I appreciate the reminder, that barometer that you need to do this. It's important and I want to do it. And so I do it more often because of the accountability or I do it better because I have that accountability. So I think that's good. Yeah, it's that ongoing reminder. I know I need it in my own leadership. And sometimes when I commit to a goal or I commit to a new behavior, I have good intention and I may just not continue it, right? I might just drop off for me. But when I have that accountability buddy, we we make a contract. There's a conversation that takes place. What is it that I need help with? How can they support me? Is there something that I can provide in return? Mm-hmm. But it's that ongoing discussion It's the ongoing learning. When I think about overall change and development and growth in leadership and in people, it's an ongoing process. It never really stops. It's not a one and done. For me, it's the accountability partner that helps to drive change and support me Mm -hmm. through growth and development. Excellent. That's good. And so there you go. I think those are five very practical ideas for the leader that just wants to make that one or two degree change and just try something a little bit different, 
or that other person that knows somebody that I just want to go help them out just a little bit. So let's recap it. My three were give a compliment or give a thank you to someone that you know, someone that is in your world that is making your world better, good, easier, that's helpful. The second one is recognize something that you're doing well. Give yourself a little kudos for something you're doing well. And the third one is make a list of three things that are going well right now. Try any one of those. What did you have, Pepper? I had help somebody out, find somebody that you're working with, help them out, give them some ideas, brainstorm with them, maybe provide some solutions. And then secondly, identify an accountability partner, somebody opposite of you, overly positive, that can provide you with some very direct, honest feedback, give you some ideas, ways to change your own language. Boom. I love it. Another episode of Let's Go Do Something Practical. So, Pepper, here's something that's kind of on my mind for this episode. This episode might be catching some leaders cold, right? Like, what are y'all talking about? And so I would encourage them to go back to that last episode that provides the characteristics of a leader with a negative mindset and the impact on their team And then come back to this episode, because that's what we're talking about. How do you help yourself? How do you step out of that negative spiral? Yes. Going back and listening to episode number four, we give the hallmark traits of negative leaders. That's a good place to start before jumping into this one. Mm -hmm. And it's a continued conversation of just in general, how to be a positive-minded leader and the impacts that that has. So go back and check it out. Send us a note. We want to know what worked, what didn't work, what part of this is baloney. I like that word, Kim, baloney. I think it's funny. (laughs) Baloney. All right. So let's wrap this up. Kimberly, what are you doing the rest of the day? I am so excited to tell you what I'm doing for the rest of the day. So it's been a long time since we have been with a large group of friends. And so we have this group of friends that we travel with. Um, once or twice a year, and we go do something really cool. And I haven't seen them in a long time. And so today, we're all meeting up at a, an outdoor concert oh, that is fun. socially distanced. It's The way they've done it is just brilliant. And so the way they've spaced us out. So we have three big sections between about 18 of us that are going to go listen to this outdoor concert and just socialize, catch up with each other. I haven't seen them in so long, and I'm just giddy about seeing them. Oh, man, being outdoors right now, enjoying a concert and with some people, mm-hmm. bonus. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, and maybe a little wine. Oh, just a little bit. <laughs> or a lot. Yeah. So for me, today, it has been on my list to get out to the craft store. I think I've mentioned to you that my daughter loves to paint, like, all kinds of painting. Uh-huh. And is really just exploring it. And I love it. I love watching it. I love seeing all of her new and creative ideas. And we recently watched a YouTube episode showing us how to do pour-over painting. Totally new to me. Okay. Never even heard of it before that. Me neither. And she is trying it just with her existing tools and what she has. And I know she has some energy around this. So I got to get to the craft store. I want to do it with her. I'm all about trying it with the... There's this little like a filter. I don't know. It looks like the thing that goes into your kitchen sink that kind of stops the water. Mm -hmm. But you use that. It makes the coolest designs. So we're going to try pour over painting today. I like it. I can't wait to see it. We'll have to zoom so I can see the final product because she's been coming up with some pretty cool stuff here lately. So you're going to have to show that to me. All right. Well, those of you who hung out with us today, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. 
What did you think about these ideas? We want to know. What did you try? What worked? What didn't work? Just send us an email in the subject line. All we want to know is baloney because we'll know exactly what you mean. (laughs) Yes, baloney. Put that in the subject line. That's good. Then share this with other leaders, with your colleagues, with your friends. And to find out more about us, check us out at extrashotofleadership.com. If you love this podcast, you'll be able to find it on any podcasting platform. Look us up. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button because that will put us on your feed every week. Subscribe. (laughs) We love to connect with you guys on social media. So be sure to connect with us. Then come back again for an extra shot of leadership. Extra shot of leadership.